You are now listening to Sir Inks the Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything can. Now, this podcast only caters to those that are 18 up above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, as But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and can't cares folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? I'm back. I am back. And I'm back to read you a meme. And then after I read this meme, I'm going to talk about this subject. I'm not going to give it away yet, but the title gave it away, didn't it? All right, anyway, let's get into it. This is by H.O.D. Found this person on Tumblr. Very nice writing, though. Here we go. She kneels before him. This is not a dog affection and not the blind obedience of a humble rag without character. This is her choice, her obedience to the one for whom she wants to present her whole self, her soul, over and over again. Because she needs to feel in his power. She entrusted her soul to him because he appreciates her, although not. He cares about her, and her soul is priceless to him. At one end of the leash, she is wearing a collar. At the other end is his soul. H-O-D. I love this. I love this writing. And it says so so much and why when you fi- you know when you find us a, a sub someone who connects with you and entrusts you in this way to be humble to find a woman in today's world that is humble enough to bow to you to get on her knees for you to entrust everything unto you is very special and i know i know if you've gone from the vanilla world into this world how different it is and let me speak to as a man how different it is for us like you've been in relationships with women who were wanting control and wanting to you know over play their position and you know it's always some kind of turmoil blah 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 and you know you never really feel comfortable you know it's always like something going on she's always doing something never taking in consideration what's best for the both of you she's making decisions what's best for her so you never feel like you're on the same page and when you decide to get into this lifestyle power exchange and you really meet someone who's really about it it brings out and tests you And it's a beautiful dance because when you get it right and it clicks, it just makes so much more sense. It makes so much more sense of why I've I've agreed with other women in my past. If I think back to some of my best relationships or best lovers, they were always more feminine women. And I really have to say, I haven't really dealt with many women that weren't feminine to me. Um... Some of them may have their own personality traits that weren't um, matching up, but beyond or decision making um, didn't match up. 
So for that, you know, we didn't have agreements, but I never really dealt with anyone um, too angry or overbearing. But I've had my run-ins. At any rate, when you find a person that is willing to submit to you and you're willing to assume that position of authority, of guidance, of protection, of being a lover and someone that's supposed to really try to get to know them, uh, it brings on a whole nother level. And when you've experienced that, you certainly don't want the regular. So for me, when I meet somebody that's just regular, it's sort of like, ah, that she got the look, but she really doesn't have the bones to do this. She'll play submissive every now and again, but it's not who she is. And there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe if I had more time, I could maybe help her develop her that help develop that in her. Matter of fact, maybe if I loved her that way, maybe I could try to help her see how being feminine would get her further in life in general, not just with a relationship with me or with a man, but just in so many ways, being feminine is just so wonderful. And there's a lot of power in it. And I think that they've taught our women that there's power in being, you know, that individual, being a stand on your own, do everything on your own, but it's taxing. It's taxing. And even if you've been born in an environment where that's natural, it's really not because it doesn't wear on you like it's natural. So, I adore women that are submissive. I love this writing because it is the give and take, you know? You know, at the end it says, at one end of the leash, she is wearing a collar. At the other end is his soul. And that is so deep the connection through a chain and a collar can be. You know, because it's trust in there. You know, it's openness in there. There's openness between the two, not just her. It always looks like the submissive is the open one and he's very stoic and, you know, stern and hard. No, 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 no. He is open. He is connected. He is caring. He is nurturing as well. So these, you know, there are great um, relationships in BDSM. You know, it's just lace. You know, it's just a lot of people just want relationships and they jump into the lifestyle because they're like, oh, I like a little kink. You know, they like they, they like it kinky. But the power exchange is the true test. Let's see, do you have it in you to give yourself to someone else? She gives him her femininity. He gives her his, his magnetism, his male energy, his protection, his steadiness. When emotions can go high, go low, go middle, go high, go low, that that male energy is steady. It should be steady. Is the thing that does not move. It's called being the unmoved mover. That's why the king only moves one space on the board and the queen can move freely about. Every decision the king makes is very important. So he makes one move at a time. A queen can move about the board. The game of chess is 
to protect your king and to capture the other king. It just chess teaches strategy, you know, and it's a metaphor for life. You know, you have a queen, you have, you know, these pawns, you have your horses, you have your castles, you have your rooks, your castles, your bishops, and you have to see how all these things work in the quest of you accomplishing your goal. Knowing that the other side may have just as much armaments or more than you, but you must devise a way through all that losing pieces to somehow capturing that goal. And this is where dominance have to be so instrumental as far as just having a vision. And that vision has to include everyone's sentiments and what everyone wants. It can't just be what he wants or she wants. It's a, it's a joint journey. And then they're snapping into these roles. And it's really not roles. They're naturally some dominant and submissive. And it just works. There's less friction there. The next thing, there's no personalities colliding. That's what power exchange does. It avoids collisions amongst personalities and it opens up doors for understanding one another. Not arguing, but talking things out. Maybe having things that you don't see eye to eye, but it's not that, it's not that, um, much of a deal breaker because we have accepted realities from who we become our journey getting to where we are the things that we have sprung from those decisions like like children or you know elderly parents or whatever the case may be um this is what it is a overbearing job you know so it just opens up the door for less friction and just better communication because you, you come to this being honest about, you should be about who you are. And I know you don't want to just roll out everything. You meet someone tomorrow, you don't roll out who you are. You know, there's levels to this. You know, after a course of time, you feel more comfortable telling them a little bit more about yourself, your past, how you feel, where you think you need improvement. You know, do I suck at love? Why is that? You know, when I feel this way, I may act this way because I feel vulnerable or I don't feel safe in that kind of mindset. Whatever the case may be, you can have these conversations very openly. Uh, you know, and, and back to this is she kneels before him. This is not a dog affection. and not the blind obedience of a humble rag without character. This is not dog affection. And that's what people have to understand. Just because you see a picture of someone, um, of a submissive licking out of a bull with a collar around neck with a, a chain on that, and we know that looks like, you know, you're subverting her to being a pet in that way. But it is really just showing how far someone is willing to go to play along with you. That they're willing to be 
this character in your play or how they've always yearned for that role in that play. So you're the writer of the journey. And in that, you find out what characters have this person ever played before? Great. And are they willing to expand their role? And if they are, we can give them some very basic roles that they're used to playing. And then we can add a little bit of extra of this. And this is where that connection comes in, that deeper trust comes in. And it's this dance of souls that takes place. It's the best way I can say it. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of patience on both ends. But if you're here for it, you're here for it. And by the way, what else do you have to do? Um, you can go back to that vanilla world if you want and be in the mix of all that. You know, um, <laughs> this one pimp uh, um, named Pimpin' White Folks. That's his name. White Pimp. Mr. Pimpin' White Folk. He said, there's plenty of room at the top. It's just crowded on the bottom. And just like the Matrix, you need to know when you need to put them glasses on and have your black jacket on and walk amongst the common. And then you need to know when you are coming back home and unplugging from that Matrix and being able to be yourself. But if you want to go play with the commoners, and there's nothing wrong with playing with the commoners, if that's your thing. But just know that you're going to have all the same issues that the commoners had. They're telling them, they, they've been writing, expressing it on TV. They've been talking about it forever. I just know what I hear about guys' dating experiences in today's world and mine are completely different. This lifestyle has me so far outside of that. I don't, I see a different world. I see a different type of woman. Like I, you know, I can sense, you know, a feminine woman right away, you know, sort of like that. You can tell the, the, the more aggressive, I don't need a man, I don't need a man or just the walled off women, you know, like. I'm smart enough to know I can do it without you. But I love you. Nah, we're not going for that anymore. We don't do that. But what do you think? Based on what I've just read to you guys. As a matter of fact, I'm going to end this by reading it. Then uh, I'm going to uh, just give out my little credentials of where you can find me. So here we go. She kneels before him. This is not dog affection and not the blind obedience of a humble rag without character. This is her choice. Her obedience to the one for whom she wants to present her whole self. Her soul over and over again. Because she needs to fill his power. She entrusted her soul to him. Because he appreciates her. Although not. He cares about her and her soul is priceless to him. 
at one end of the leash, she is wearing a collar. At the and at the other end is his soul. H O D. Thank you for listening. Again, my name is Sir Inc. You know where you can find me, Sir Inc. 9 at gmail.com. You can send me emails with anything that you want me to discuss. You can find me at sirinq.com. Check out the website. I've been putting up a few more written pieces. Uh, you can always find me at sirinq on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Thank you for listening. Put your comments below. Let me know what you think. If you're listening to a podcast, give it a like. Give me five stars, please. Appreciate you getting my voice out there. Appreciate you guys being here with me. And just follow my page. You guys encourage me much. Thank you. Until next time.